Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is The Mandalorian, Season 2, Episode 5. And can we say, holy, you know what? Holy, you know what? Are you kidding me with this episode? Wow. Wow. Um, yeah, man. It is, it, normally we go at 9.30, but... It's just too much to talk about today. There's no chance I'm going to cover this in uh, half an hour. So, as always, joining me on the show is the one and only, the killer, Mike Kalinowski. Uh What up, Mike? I'm doing great. Doing phenomenal. I, I mean, I, I, we haven't spoken yet about the... No, no, we've not. We haven't talked a thing about it. Are you losing your mind the way I'm losing Man. my mind? Well, of course, you know, we knew... First of all, can we just say I think we were both wrong on the time? Remember, uh, we, we bet we thought it was what, what did we? You oh, yeah, said what, like you said forty one, I think, or forty two, and I said fifty two okay. or something. I was closer, I guess, huh? What was it like forty seven? Forty six. Yeah. Yeah, you're closer. Aha. Yeah. Uh, I didn't yeah. even remember that. I don't even remember that to be honest with you. Um, I'm not going to pretend to brag about it. I actually, um, I had heard at one point it was going to be like fifty six minutes, but. This is uh, the episode's called The Jedi. Everybody, I mean, a lot of people knew that when right when they announced that Ahsoka was going to be on, there was rumors that she was coming around. By the way, if you didn't know this is a spoiler review, then you didn't read the title and, and you already got screwed. So sorry about that. Um, if uh, when you heard there was rumors that Rosario Dawson was going to be uh, cast as Ahsoka and that she was already cast as Ahsoka, right? And that, um, and that you know she was going to debut, and then obviously in episode three they. Bo-Katan, played with Katie Sackhoff, says, go find Ahsoka Tano. She's on this forest planet. Tell her that I sent you. Yeah. Once once we, I mean, we, you and I talked about this last week. Yeah. Flo wasn't going to let anyone debut her. Right, right, right. Why? But this is why. He wrote this episode, too. Right. This is why he wanted to do it the right way, and boy, did he ever. Do you feel the same? I do. I absolutely, like, I, I kind of thought, I, I think I've said it. I was like, okay, she's going to show up at the very end, like a little cameo, and she'll say a word or two, and that'll be it. But no, I mean, and I, it sucks because I, I watched this episode last night, but like I started at like 1215. I was doing some other stuff. So I, I caught it a little later and I was on Twitter. And of course, someone right away, picture of her right away. Like, oh, yes. First, that first minute. I'm like, huh, here we go. Uh, but I loved it right out of the way. Jumped out yeah. of the gate. There we go. And- and speaking of which, I mean, it's a little darker there, but she. What it, a great scene. It starts off, and I didn't know what planet they were on right away. I thought maybe that, because it reminded me of the beginning of episode nine when he's on. Right. Or um, when Kylo Ren's on it, but it, it quickly showed that it wasn't that. And they and they trick you a little bit because it looks like when that village is ringing the bell and it's like, oh, oh yeah. who, what kind of evil person is, is right. coming in here to cause some damage? And then right away, it was like, okay, you guys, you, you heard she was in it. She's in it. And, and check it out. She's got this. Yeah. Rosario Dawson, by the way, crushed it, crushed it, and I, I love I, her. She, I love her in general, but I was, I was, I was singing the song about I think Ashley Eckstein should be given the shot and this and that. But she, Rosario Dawson, brought everything to the character that I was hoping to see, and that was because of the direction, obviously, with Floney behind it. But it was the yeah. kindness, the battle-tested uh, Jedi right. that was out there before, the one who's been through some stuff. And you saw that it, it it resonated in her face the way she carried herself. The goofiness of the character has been long gone anyway. She's just been through too much. I, yeah, yeah, and it's funny because I don't, I never remember this hate for her. But oh, wow. it's there. Oh yeah. Like, it, I mean, it, I remember when she debuted in what Clone Wars, right? 
the movie. The, the, the movie. And yeah. I remember watching it in the theater, and I was just like, eh, you know, whatever, okay. I, I didn't have a problem with her, but before this episode came out, I went and I kind of did a deep dive on everything about her, and to see this hate that's there, and then now she's this revel, uh, this beloved. beloved Everyone, they can't, they, she's like top of everyone's list of everything they love her. And so they're talking about like this, the craziest arc of any character going from hated to beloved. Um, she's hated, like, dude. She was hated. They were calling her like, really? Oh, Jar Jar version of it. I, mean, I, I, I didn't love her when, when she started, but they, Filoni had it. That's, and, and again, it's, it just shows what the power of television can do. Yeah. That when you put someone into one movie, Right, one movie. They're oh, it's the worst character of all time. Terrible. But if you allow the audience to sit with that character and watch the evolution of that character, yeah, you come both like and like. How many times have you met somebody for the first time? That person's a jerk. I don't like that. Person. <laughs> one of your best friends, you know. Yeah. It, it it happens, and because you have you spend more time with the person, you learn more about them, and that's what Ahsoka has done, and certainly. Her arc is not over because it continues on. And as we see um, there, Michael Bean, by the way, and I love how oh, they, that was great. I love how they're using these characters, these old kind of like 80s character characters, uh, you know, from Terminator, Aliens, uh, the Abyss and and bringing and bringing characters in like this because he's he's a hired gun, as we find out. Um, yeah. And uh, and, you know, she's Ahsoka is there for a reason. She's like. I want to find out my information. Right. So how many lives is it gonna is it is it worth to you? Oh, man. Yeah, it's like like I I just I, I I'm such a fan of of all these of these actors too. So like yeah. seeing Michael being in there. I remember guys Comic Con, you probably there. It was a few years ago. They did an aliens panel and he didn't look well. Yeah, like he looked really thin he's and gaunt. Issues. He's had some issues, but I think that he's. I think he's. I think he's coming back. That's the thing. I think he's came back from it because I haven't seen him much. But I know there's talk of him being in Terminator. So I I hope he's on the mend because he was great. I mean, God, he's from the eighties and my my guy. And, well, it played in so well, and and you know it was a great setup because it's like okay, well we knew that the Mandalorian was coming to find her, and now he's going to be once again he's walking into some some stuff. Right. The second he he gets there, he needs to find out. Uh, he's he needs to return <laughs> the kid to the Jedi. It's kind, and he yeah. doesn't know. He he just heard about the Jedi. He doesn't know enough about them. He doesn't know what he's walking into at all, and he certainly doesn't know what he's about to walk into in this town. But it's another great scene where he's flying with the he's flying with the kid, and and this kid loves this ball. He loves I, it. I, I, yeah, that's ever since since season one with that damn ball. Oh, Christ, loves it, loves it, and he's and he's he just can't keep his eyes off of it. And you want, and you want it. it's like a little shiny toy. And I, I know the feeling having children says so like, they get their minds cut to it and they, and they, and he wants it. So they get to, they finally get to this planet and he walks off and he brings the kid. He always leaves his door open though. You know, yeah, he doesn't care. He knows he's gonna, no one's going to mess with him. Probably not. So, but I did like where they went with it because it's like, okay, well, what's he going to, how, how long is he going to be running around and running me the walking dead a little bit. You know, really? Like, Did it? You know how, like, when The Walking Dead, they kind of uh, hold themselves up in these right? In yes, yes, yes. Towns and and he and he shows up and it's and they have the conversation with him and it's like, okay, well, what are you doing here? You're a hunter. He's like, yeah, is he in the guild? Last I checked, great line, great line of the last. Yeah. But the second he walks in, he's not that same. See, I think that if he walks into this town, the beginning of season one. It's a different conversation we're having, right? Because his his heart is just growing bigger and bigger since he's been with the kid, and it and it and it's and it's right. warmer. He he senses something's wrong from walking around and talking to these people. He knows something's wrong, and watching all that, you're like, okay, well, obviously he's not he, he he's not going to go 
he's he's going to be working with Ahsoka. And I just the question is, what I was worried about is how long is that going to take? Is he going to have to search for? Her? Is we're going to find her at the end of oh, the? I guess you're saying, yeah. And then, and it, because you remember, like you know, it's like okay, what's what's the mission for this guy now? What's the mission? You know, and and they walk right. him through. He sees all this stuff, and oh, they had the. Uh, did There's you a, play, did you play Knights of the Republic? I didn't. No, dude. They have those the, those they, trap things from that. No, the droids. In my favorite character. Oh, okay, forty. One of my favorite characters in Knights of the Republic, HK forty seven, and he's this kind of just droid with this personality. Calls all the humans meatbags. He's like. <laughs> And and they had HK droids there. Like, oh, this is great. They're pulling for oh, this is dude. I, I've so I can't wait to talk about once we get to the the juice of this episode. Yeah, I'll. There's a ton I gotta say about everything, but I'll wait because it, it it it's everything involved. It's everything, and like so he goes he goes in there and he's and he's out there. Um, he's he's he knows he's looking around and he sees he sees that there's something going on, right? But right, then, yeah, then they had this Elysium moment. You know, it, yeah, it, I know it's, it's like this rich little area. Everything's yeah. wonderful, colorful. Showing you what a scumbag this woman is, right? There's all these people suffering on the outside. It's yeah. like a dump outside. And and then here she is living the, the land of luxury over here with the, <laughs> the ponds and everything. It's like peaceful and serene. And she's and feeding fish. Everything. Like, she's chilling. <laughs> she's just chilling. And and then, you know, they, they, they square off. She has the conversation with them. And once again, this is why I go back to that season one thing. She shows him the best garb. Yeah, it was all. That's all he was. That's all he cared about in the beginning. Yeah, Gloria. And, we, and I mean, gosh, last last episode, seeing how powerful that stuff is. Like, yeah, blasters don't do dig. Di- well, it's right to it. Yeah, but, uh, but, but, uh, and we see in a little bit lightsabers can't cut it. So it's like. It's it's super powerful. And you see why it's so valuable to everybody. Yeah. And they and he, they were, they were even showing in the preview when he got shot up by the stormtroopers. He got shot like twelve times and he was fine. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's like the best car is just so damn uh, valuable. And in the beginning of season one, someone offers him this deal. He's probably going out and trying to hunt and soak it down. But like he <laughs> and there's more. There's way more to it now, and he knows that it's not. This isn't. That's not his mission. Also, his mission right. was not to get more Beskar. The it was sent to bring the kid back to where he's supposed to supposed right. to go. Um, so you know he so he, but then this is the this is the best. So you might not have picked up on this, and to be completely honest with you, I didn't until Ryan, our engineer, told me about it. And I went back. Do you see anything particular in this scene right here when he goes back? Okay, I missed the IGA. 88 statue in that one episode. I'm, I see, like, is that like an owl right there? Like that that owl is from it's from Rebels. What? Uh, yeah, dude. So that rep, so that owl followed Ahsoka around everywhere she went. It was like a guard. Jeez. And and that's and I didn't pick that up at time. Um, that owl, that owl is is that and that, I'm that's, seeing in the chat people are saying Mori Moray. Mor- is that the name of it? Uh, yeah. There's no there's no chance there's no chance that Filoni just happened to put that. No, in. of course owl. not. It was there was that that owl has been there because and it happens to be right before she shows up. Right. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and when they and I loved it, like the second she just comes down, they start. Oh, that was great. They start scrapping, and she's and he's firing off the the flames at her. And and this moment, though, this was the this was the coolest moment because it's, it's going to show us exactly what the Jedi obviously are able to do, what she's able to do, what they're going to be able to do in this show. And she leaps over the damn tree, and he's yeah. like, all right, "Dude, enough is enough. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to fight you. I don't want. I'm not here to fight you." Like he he throws the Bo-Katan thing out there. He's not there to fight. He's right. there. He, he's there to return this kid, and and he's like Ahsoka, and they had this whole conversation, yeah. and it was like a, this. This was everything. I, I, to be honest, uh, again, I know some people get upset sometimes. I'm I'm super 
thrilled and excited to have this kind of love for Star Wars back in my life again because like for, what are they getting excited what are they get upset about what I'm going to upset about is the fact that this is why I think that this is I would have liked to seen like this showed to me this episode showed to me what the inside baseball stuff that everyone was so scared about could have been done in the in like, the sequel trilogy this 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 okay, that's been the, the okay. Continue, but I'm glad it didn't because now we have a TV show about it. So, so okay, so that's what you kind of could segue into what I'm saying. So the oh, the old stuff that when when Disney took over was it 2012 they bought it, they and, bought it, yeah, bought it in 2012 and they started right. making the announcements about lore and canon and all that stuff. And the Rebels was 2014. Okay, and they said okay, that's all like was it Legacies that the name of it was going to be called all the yeah, books everything, and everything. Anything that was before 2012 that came out was Legacy. Anything that came out after 2012 yeah. whether it was books, comics, shows, canon. And so do you think like Filoni and all those guys were that when Disney made that announcement, they're all like, oh, God, oh, man, like, you know what? like, because it just feels like when Disney and this is from a guy that was more into the films, uh, but er- early, like the 2000s and 90s, I love the comics. That was my jam. The comics and all those early books, yeah. you know, what was um Oh God! What was uh, Shadow? Uh, Shadow was it Shadow yeah. of the Empire? Yeah. yeah, Dash Randar. My God! If he ever shows up, he I'll might. lose my damn mind. I'll this lose my episode, damn mind if that guy shows up. Episode taught you anything? Anyone can show up, and and Floney's Floney's picking and, and taking from but, places. And but what? Go ahead. No, like we were saying though. So you, all those people that worked on those things, and the Disney comes in is like, nah, nah, nah. We're not doing any of that. But to see the mistakes that Disney has made over the past five years, yeah, and now to see this kind of not course correction that's a bad word to use but to see like it says it works and people love it and it's so much such a deep dive for people that follow that stuff religiously and but then other people uh like myself that over the past five years didn't really get into that other stuff i'm yeah. now wanting to go back and that, dive into it that was my point from the get I, I just think it was such a mistake to, to ignore all that and, and agreed agree like uh, le- legend stuff is is a different story though it's the canon stuff that they still ignored too that drove me nuts about it because that was the uh, stuff on, that was the stuff i used to talk about far far away my, my point was always if you make certain materials that tie into your other materials people yeah. want to go back and and just devour them like how many people are going to go back and watch rebels now and clone wars yeah. now learn more about ahsoka if they fell in love with her in this episode but to to be to be fair, honestly, what I think will happen is because of the trust in Favreau, because of the trust in Filoni, I believe that they will start to do more things like this, and I also believe that they're going to start to do more things um, for television. And it's certainly, I hope so. Well, yeah. well, it, it, we'll we'll go back more into the into the episode here because that's kind of the idea. Because tying all, all of it in together was was amazing. So after after they stop fighting, yeah, she notices that here's the kid. And she and she's like, okay, well, let's let's have a conversation with them. And they have this beautiful <laughs> shot here, right? Of the of the two of them just kind of sitting there, and, the, and they're communicating via force. And yeah, talking. that was awesome. And she's learning so much about him. And we find out, no, you can't call him Baby Yoda anymore, uh, dude. I loved it because you you and I we I got into it last season, and you you saw my Twitter or something because I was I could not stand calling Baby Yoda. Right, I could not stand it. And, well, you, and you, you you gave me such crap for that. You're like, oh, settle down, old man, settle yeah. down. Well, but I, I I get I there was nothing else to call it at the time. They said, oh, call but it. Then, but then call the, it. when they finally called it the kid, everyone was still calling it Baby Yoda. I was like, no, it's the kid. Now it's Groku. You damn well better call him Groku. Call him Groku, and there he is. And so Groku, they they had this conversation. He tells you, listen, his name's Groku, and he goes, 
Roku and, and the kid, the kid lights up. He lights up. He's like, he knows my name. My Fine. name, me. Yes, that's me. I'm trying to tell this prick for months. My name. <laughs> Fine, thank you. So he tells him Groku, and and they had this conversation, and you learned so much. He was he was trained at the yeah. Jedi Academy on Coruscant. He was someone posted a great. Um, it, Ryan sent this to me earlier today. It was a great gift of um. Of SpongeBob hiding in the back, and I was like, "This is pretty much Anakin when he was coming in to kill it, and and Groku was hiding in the back, just kind of like." <laughs> but he, uh, so he was trained, and then he was taken away. Who took him away? That's another thing. Who, I don't know. Who knew? Right? Maybe Yoda. You would assume Yoda maybe had some. Like, Get this guy out of here, right? Because yeah. why? Why isn't? Why wasn't Yoda protect them? Or maybe Yoda. Yoda right. would sense them, but Yoda would have sensed them. So he he. And so how long? Okay, so what is it? How many years since this is since uh, Revenge right. of the Sith? Oh, Revenge of the Sith? Or yeah. Revenge, uh, shoot. Uh, it's got to be, be. Revenge of the Sith was 19 years before uh, before New Hope. New Hope. So, And this is after Jedi. Anywhere between. I, I, someone will tell me. It's, it's got to be close to tw- almost 30 years. Okay. Close to. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like. He's, he's probably 15 or, or 20 years old when he was when he was taken. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, how? Because then I was trying to figure out Ahsoka Tana's age. Well, like, she, she's she's supposed to be older, but that's she's older. But that's also it's both of them. It's the same. Like IG says it. This IG Eleven says it. This uh, species age differently, so we don't know. Okay, okay. We, we don't know. A, a, I mean, he's he's fifty years old. Groku is right, and he's a baby. And then so got to be a, yeah, yeah. She's but it's this. She's older for sure, and so much i'm waiting as they're sitting down she's telling him this 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 whole thing about he was a jedi he was he was trained before and then he was taken and and all that um i'm also thinking i'm like well what happened to, what happened to ezra what happened to what happened to sabine there's no uh, there's no conversation yet about it i was like are they gonna right. mention, are they gonna mention anything at all because the last we saw them in rebels they were out there and, and ezra got trapped with thrawn somewhere in the unknown yeah. regions so are they going to mention that at all? Is that anything, anything going to happen? Well, I guess I got to find out. And boy, oh. do we ever find out? But um, but yeah. but then they had this whole scene though, Mike. That is, it's she's like, it it was like Empire Strikes Back style, right? She's like, oh, let oh, me. It's all old school. Old school. Like let's let's. I, I'll see if I can train. Man, how cool was that to see the reverse of instead of uh, the Yoda species training like the the human? It's it's yeah. the, it, you have um. You know, now now the, the Yoda species is is being trained or at least getting tested to be trained and saying right. no. And it said the attachment to you is too strong. I can't train him because right. he's I sense a lot of fear in him. And you saw the attachment when he when he chokes out Cara Dune on the on the ship. And he was that was back then. He was yeah. choking, he was trying to like so that dark side, it's it's in him already. And so that that was a great Jeez. Great. But it's, I mean, it, it, and God, go back to the whole thing. Attachment is forbidden, right? I mean, that's a core. That's a core Jedi tenant. And attachment is forbidden. That. And she says that, and she, and and she, and this is another reason why Rosario Dawson was so good in this role. Yeah, she, I just love that, her. Just when when she mentions, she's like, I can't train them because he's too attached, and I've seen what it does to the best of us, and you know immediately who yeah. she about you know her her the, the Anakin Skywalker who trained her and she's fought him now and she's and by the way I know it really pops up towards the end and you probably wouldn't pick this up if you didn't watch Rebels or Clone Wars but so when she shows up at the very end and towards the they they Kevin Kiner who did all the music for uh Rebels and Clone Wars right he composed this piece for Ahsoka and especially and I think I want to tell you when it debuted was when Ahsoka had this clash with mm-hmm. Vader and when they fought each other 
they use that theme in this episode. They use it uh, quite a few times. And I picked it up immediately when she was there. And it was like, oh, I, 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 like Filoni must have the conversation with both Kiner and, and Ludwig. And, and it was, uh, this is a brilliant episode. It really well, is a great episode. I love the fact that it was just when uh, she's sitting down with, talking to him and you hear the classic Star Wars theme in there. There's a real little undercurrent of John Williams in there. And we're like, oh my God, that music, it brings it back instantly. I'm so for you to a, a, a place in Star Wars. I'm excited to watch it again because there's a, for those little things to pick up. Yeah. But you know, anyway, so so he he tells me he's a list. You, you, well, you got to actually going back to that scene, the training scene, to showing the attachment is that she's trying to get him to lift the rock. She shows she sends the rock over to him, and then finally he takes that toy out. Uh, Groku takes the. I love that I hit this. I can call this thing a name now. And Groku takes the 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 toy back. Zips it yeah. back, and that's when she tells him, "Can't train him too much attachment <laughs> to you." But he's like, "Look, I can't. I don't know what to do here. I will help you if you help me. Ta- you know, tr- train him. I'll go in there. I'll, I'll, I'll help you with the town. All yeah. that. I'm gonna see it coming. A Mandalorian and a Jedi fighting together. I mean, come on, they'll never see it coming. <laughs> um, so, and and then and then it all goes down. And this episode doesn't miss a beat. It just it just moves, and it doesn't. And this is because Filoni when he did his first episode last season thought very well paced. The second episode was my least favorite episode of last season. Spider one. Oh, last season, last season, last season, the one where he did, um, it was the gunslinger. It was my, I've, I've grown to like it a little bit better, but I still think it's the weakest out of, out of last seasons. Yeah. You just see what this guy, how much of a student he is flowing, oh. what he wants to use his, this episode is, is phenomenal compared to the way that it was shot, the way that the, oh. the story, the pacing, I'll say this of what I've known of all the episodes this season, this reminds me a lot. And, and I don't mean in a st- stylistically wise of, of a Zack Snyder in the sense that love him or hate him. He makes the beautiful pictures and Filoni right. can tell a story and the heartbeat moments, but this, the, some of those just scenes where it's just a character standing by themselves, the background, it's so it, it's epic and it's visual and it's, he's such a, he's got such a style and you, you see the storyboard, you know, um, in his mind and what you see up on screen, he's just got such an eye for visuals and I love it, but he also can handle the action incredibly well. Also those little moments, those little character moments, it's, it's yeah. the, the framing of Ahsoka and Groku. And then in the background, in the foreground is, uh, the Mandalorian. It was, and there's no dialogue. It's no, just it was, brilliant. It, it was great. And, it, and I have to, there's two, there's two things with that is one, from writing this episode, being able to continue on the characters that he set up in both Clone Wars into Rebels into into this, what it also shows is the immense trust that Filoni, uh, excuse me, that Favreau has with Filoni because yeah. Favreau is the ultimate creator of this show. Favreau is the is the main guy in charge overall, right? But he's worked with Filoni in the past, and and Favreau could easily have said, "Ah, come on, let's get away from this stuff. This is you did all the the animation stuff and the and this and that is let let's do other things. Let's try to do my version of it." Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> he didn't do that. He said he he knows. You hear him when he did that gallery series of how much he knows that Filoni learned from Lucas. Yeah, and they they work this have this perfect partnership together, and you can tell the trust that. This, this is to me what goes into being a good producer because that's what ultimately Fabro is on this show is you take the creators, you put the creators in there and you say, okay, tell your story, do that, do that, do that. 
great because you're the one that ultimately comes out looking like the genius. Of course. You know, so like just take the credit and run and, with it. And he and he should because this was by giving Filoni this trust, and now we go into this whole other place here. And so now, now that we have uh this this attack on on the village yeah. itself and, and they're ready to go and, and she's just she's just as bad a badass as she was as she's ever been, right? Yeah. And she comes in and she wipes these these fools don't have a chance right? <laughs> and this shot up on the roof i mean i felt and, and i say this i say this as a huge compliment i felt like i was watching a live action version of rebels and sign me up for it every week because this is the type of shot you would see in rebels this shot yeah. here on the roof is they're blasting through and 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 because she has the conversation she's she walks up and she goes look here's the deal I'm going to, uh, this is, it's pretty much over. So what are we doing here? And then they start firing at her. She's like, all right, because they knew that was going to happen, obviously. Yeah. And they, and they show, and she fakes him out. She's like, your, your bounty hunter didn't work, but obviously he comes back and there's that standoff that he has with, uh, with Michael Bean. And he, and I love that whole thing because it's like, it's like, yeah, you got your horse, <laughs> I got mine. I guess we're going to have to sit out here and wait. He's listening to all the, actually, like, okay, well, all right. That didn't go our way. That, that went our way. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So uh and and that and then the fight happens because she's as she's running around um uh, because well to jump back into that it looks it's all about and just goes into Din's um heart and what he's about. He's not, he's even though he's got that he had that he's a great warrior he cares and he didn't yeah. he didn't want to let those prisoners uh, excuse me those uh the, those um villagers die he wanted to right. save them. so he comes in there he, he's able to do it he, he, but right before they're about to execute the the villagers he saves them. Yep. And there's there's that shot. I guess that I guess that guy that he was talking to originally, I guess that was the guy who was running the village before they took it over. Yeah. I, I love the fact that I, you didn't know that. Yeah. You know, they don't make it. They don't they didn't point yeah. it out. You just knew, OK, this is how this town runs. It's run like a dictatorship and yep. they're just all the poor and she's the rich and, and that's how it's going to be. But oh, that, that was the guy. That's all. <laughs> yep. I love that. Um and then you know once and and I also love that they didn't have to rely on Mandal the Mandalorian running around and and fighting everybody. They just said okay, you he's going to stay right here. He's got to yeah. respect with the villager. He's going to wait for Ahsoka to do her thing. And then there's this shot, which yeah, is man, look at that. This is I mean old school. This goes back to what Favreau was talking about of paying homage to everything that made uh, that that inspired George Lucas and uh -huh. not not paying homage to star Wars itself, but paying homage to the stuff that inspired it. And it was the Western. It was the samurai film. Samurai stuff. Yeah, man. And this is, and this really played into that because this shot alone. And the question is, does she ever get her other, other lightsaber back? You would assume so, right? She probably just, yeah, that's water. You, yeah, that's what, out there, force it. That's what I would assume. But, uh, and then they have a, they have this great fight. And as, as we mentioned before, the Mandalorian and Michael Bean are just kind of outside. They're waiting. They're waiting to see what's going to happen. Is this, <laughs> And it goes, but it goes back and forth, though. It goes back and forth to what we were just talking about. It's the Western, and then it's the Samurai. Yeah. Right? It's like you have, you have really that juxtaposition. It's a great, and, and if you, when you pay attention to it, you have that Samurai shot there, and then you go back to the standoff. Yeah. And it's like, you know what's going to happen. His hands on the uh, on the holster <laughs> the whole time. You know what's going to happen. I was like, and I was bummed because I was like, ah, I'd like to see Michael Bean stick around for a little bit, but yeah, purpose is his purpose, you know? And then... As this fight goes on, though, between Ahsoka and um, and do you remember the character's name? Oh God, no! Um, I should have written it down. I didn't. It's okay, but uh, but 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 either way, oh, it's, yeah. it's a great fight with the best guard. Going back to your earlier point of showing how powerful the Man. best guard, and what it can and what it can do, and it was a great scrap. And it also shows why Rosario Dawson was was cast. She's she can this 
the physicality and what, what she's oh, able. Oh God, yeah, yeah. So that was a um, that was a great a great fight, great match. Um, and ultimately, Ahsoka Tano pulls it off, and and that's when that reveal comes out, dude. <laughs> when I I wish that I was taping myself. Uh, Morgan Els Elsbeth. Is that okay, Morgan Elsbeth? So people were saying she's one of the dark sisters, which I was like, eh, she's not one of the that. No, I don't think so. I think what it is, she was they they well they mentioned her by the way, and we should jump into that. She she was she she was uh, her family and and she was she got screwed over during the Clone Wars. A lot of tragedy right. happened in the Clone Wars, so she helped build out all the Imperial Starfleets and and started getting involved with the Empire and just kind of pillaged towns. And he said, looks like she's continued doing what she's doing. But she even said it, it, Ahsoka's looking for to find out who her master is. And so you're right. the way that they set it up brilliantly is, OK, well, she's talking about uh, about Gideon again. Right. So it's got to be Gideon. Gideon purged the, the Mandalore uh, Mandalorians and, he, and he's got the dark saber. So it's probably also what Ahsoka's after, too, now. So and then she says it. She goes, where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? And I just oh. I just dropped my orange juice on the floor. Um, <laughs> now, wait a second. Did you know anything that he was going to be hinted at? Not in this, not in this. I, I, I thought because I still, there's two possibilities here in general. I want to caution people that you might not ever see Grand Admiral Thrawn in the Mandalorian. I don't, not this season, I don't think. I don't, there's a possibility you can never see him. There's a possibility that you could see him in the Ahsoka Tano series. That's yeah, gonna, they greenlit in a Sokotana series. They greenlit it, but I think you don't bring in Rosario Dawson for a one-off or just like a couple side, a couple side things. You you you're gonna try to capture Rosario Dawson for. Now, a, for he, I remember, was he introduced in Dark Empire, the comic, back in the '90s? There, there was the D Dark Horse Comics did Dark I Empire. Debuted, I thought he debuted in the Zon in the Zon uh, trilogy. I thought that's where he debuted. I think because Zon, uh, I have a book I'm in the garage. Cool. I'll go look it up. I'm cool. the book, Zon Zon created him. Zon created him. Yeah. He created, and it was, and I don't know if it was the comic first. But I'm pretty sure it was the it was the the books came out. Yeah. After, after. He had that little worm on his shoulder. Yeah. Well, they like changed. The, so for those people who are not familiar with Thrawn, he was he, he, after Return of the Jedi came out. Star Wars fans didn't have any material. They didn't have they didn't have any um, until those books came out, and those three books were were beloved, and people wanted okay. them to be turned into movies, right? So. That time, though, when he was that time period was right around right after Return of the Jedi. But because of the things that kind of happened in real canon and other things, they and they they retconned it. And what they did was Filoni brought Thrawn back into Rebels right. and ultimately made him canon before the time of um, uh, before New Hope. And at the end of Rebels, he and Ezra Bridger and um and are are out in the unknown regions lost and ahsoka and sabine wren go out to look for him that was the last we saw of all of them so now something has happened inside of all of that and somehow thrawn has come back what happened to ezra what happened to sabine um that's no. why there's just so much to be able to put into a separate series now that I think people, 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 I mean, look, we do this, we do this every week. We get people are, people are excited to listen to it. And we usually get between a thousand or, or 1200 people watching, right? There's over 2,300 people watching right now. And that's because, oh, man. but that's because of they, they want to talk about this episode. They know, was excited about this episode. They want to know what's next for this episode. And the I, question, I think that you, you take this, I would prefer to see the series and yeah. you, mix and match inside of the series you if if a, maybe inside of rosario dawson's deal she's going to make a couple appearances on mandalorian 
right. meet all the characters. And this is how you build out your universe and, and expand it instead of just pigeonhole it into two and a half hour movies that come out every three years. I think, I mean, we'll never not have Star Wars films, but I just think in seeing what we're dealing with is it, it, it just with everything streaming and this and that, I think the TV's the way to go with what they're going to be doing with the show now. I not agree more because there's so, yeah. just so much. And I mean, look and look. Here, here's the other thing that we're talking about. Besides, and we're not. And Thrawn's a big. That's a, that's a big reveal. That was one of the biggest ones for me. That's the one that I lost my mind about. Right? Yeah. Like that's the one. No one knew this. I mean, I don't remember ever hearing the talk of him being even mentioned in the show. So well, when that dropped, I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah. No. So so here here's the other here's the other question though. It, so she has a conversation with the Mandalorian at the end. He 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 packs he packs up. He goes, "Okay, listen, uh, kid. It was it was awesome to to be with you." I, yeah. I had a blast with you, but I got to say goodbye. And so he goes and he, and, he, and he goes and he picks him up and there's a sad thing. He's like, okay, we're going to, but I, you just knew because of that whole conversation you already had, it wasn't going to happen. So he goes down, he has a conversation. He's like, all right, here you go. Take the kid. Got to be trained. She's like, I can't train him. I yeah. just can't do it. She had more stuff to do. Right. So this, again, again, leading into, I think her series, she says, however, if you take him to, and the planet I believe is the same planet from the Darth Bane trilogy from what they mentioned they put him up on the hill there let him choose his own path the jedi sense him they'll come get him even though there's not a lot of them left so the question <laughs> the question is who who is the jedi now there are a couple of if if you're in vegas and you're putting up the uh the line um there's there's a few that you could put you could put ezra bridger right as a as is a jedi but i would assume that would tie more in you could put in sam jackson mace windu did he survive right. Do I think? I think he's lower down on the list. I would right. probably say that he's probably dead, and and that was because he's made it very clear. Sam Jackson, that is, has made it clear that he wants to return. And he wants okay. to come back. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Sam Jackson made a uh, made a phone call and said, "Put me back in this mother." You know, like, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but if the one thing that I'd be curious if they could pull off, and they would try to do. Do you get Sebastian Stan and do you make him young Luke Skywalker? Do you because at that uh, same age and the Luke's out there recruiting, right? Luke's out there doing a lot of research. So that's that's yeah. Ezra, Ezra, someone asked if Ezra's a Jedi. He is. He he was he was made uh, a Canaan. Yeah, I don't know about the Luke thing. I mean, you got Sebastian Stan. They you know the whole lookalike thing, and he he's in the Disney family, right? And so uh, Jim Jackson. But does it? Does it take away then from the films where he finally shows up? No, 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 not at all. The, I mean, it, it, the one thing, the thing that you're going to risk is if people are going to accept it, people are ready. People in the chat, like, oh, not Luke. If you put Luke in there, it's because it's Mark Hamill and taken away. And, and you're going to run, you might run into that same problem you ran in with Solo. People just won't right. accept someone else. That's a possibility. The character himself, no, it leads into it because the character himself from the comics, right. uh, he goes off and he's, He's very powerful. He's going. He's he was looking for. He found the force trees. He met po, uh, Poe's parents. He was doing. He was recruiting. He was. Okay. He, he was that version that we thought we were going to get during the during the comics part of it. And then once he builds up the academy, and then he sees what happens to his nephew. That's when he goes into exile. So okay. it, it it's it's a far it's a far lead up to, to that before before that happens. But either way, the question is, who is it? The other question I have is, who's going to play Thrawn? You know, like it, it's not anyone that's been cast. That's why I don't think you're going to see him this season. I don't get yeah, this season. We're not getting him. 
I think that they probably would I, at Star Wars Celebration. I think they were going to announce some more series. Um, but I think now they can set back. The excitement is there again. The excitement right. is there. It was like it went from, and I know people. I was always excited for Star Wars. You very well might have been, but there was a time. There was a thing you can you can't deny that there was a thing that happened where it just kind of like split the fan base, and a lot of people were like, ah, I'm done with it. It's, 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 it whether you, oh, Disney ruined Star Wars, this, this. Yeah. this. I have news for you also. Disney's also part of this show, but right. it, but it's just a matter of it, it just shows. You have to trust in your creators. You have yeah. to trust in the like the the geeky, fun inside baseball thing is why we love Star Wars. It's why we love Star Wars. It's being able to feel like everything was real and these characters were real and these things it allows us right. to geek out and do that. When you just try to do the same kind of formulaic stuff, it's uh, it stinks. Or if you try to <laughs> do outside the box and doesn't feel like Star Wars at all, people go, ah, it stinks. So by doing what they've done and expanding the universe overall, yet still tying it in to characters that we know, this show has been a home run. It's gotten me more excited about Star Wars than I have been in a very long time. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm a, I'm an interesting Star Wars fan because you knew me back in the day when I was dressing up as Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi for Phantom Menace, and I saw it four times in one night. Uh and then I did fall off the wagon for a long time. And and I was and, and Force Awakens got me back into it again because of how much of, of a, a love letter was to Star Wars. But then after Force Awakens, you know, it it, it split me again because of what everything was going on with it. And it was just like, oh man. Right. This is it, it's but this does, like you said, feels like this feels like like early 90s Star Wars for me, back when it was the comics yeah. and the books. And yeah. that's all I had. I mean, gosh, being a Star Wars fan and like the early nineties was, it was a weird time because you had toys. It just, the toys had just come out again in like 95, the, the power of the force line right. and all that stuff. Right. And, right. and the books and the comics and air to shadow of the empire book. And uh, so this makes me feel like in that nineties period again, but on now I get to see it on the screen. So I'm going to kind of catch up phase now. Yeah. And and so much stuff that I missed, but dude, that's the beauty of the television show. Is it this going yeah. this, this show alone? This show alone is going this this what the Mandalorian is able to do now is that if it takes it into four or five seasons, it allows the opportunity to build characters out. And someone like for Ahsoka Tano, by the way, to the hardcore Star Wars fan who watched Rebels, who who watched all these things, you saw her, you lost your mind, and you tweeted about it. Oh, they did a lot <laughs> afterwards. For people who'd never had seen her before, this was your first introduction to her as a character, even though you and might have heard of her. Like I knew enough about her. I was not a deep dive on, on a right. lot of the stuff like people are, but I knew enough who she was, her, what her backstory was. But they did such a great job. If you've never met, seen her before, didn't know anything, you didn't need to. Right. It set up so perfectly, so beautifully. It was, and it was enough that there was a history there that yeah. it did exactly what you just said. What she said in that one scene when she's like, I've seen what this does. I've seen what this does to even the best of us. What it does now, as someone is like, well, what does she mean? And then you reach out to your nerdy friends, and I go, dude, that was that was Anakin's Padawan. And you yeah. really, yeah, like, go back and watch. And I go back and watch the Clone Wars. Snips. Really, so Old snips. Go, go, go watch the Clone Wars. Go watch Rebels, and see what this character's been to. Go read the novel, um, and 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 look at everything that she's been through. Look at the Clone Wars, the last season. Look what she. Look at the relationship that she has with Bo Katan. There's so much history that they're not ignoring, that they're playing right. into, and that and it's not just like, ah, oh, well, we'll do this, and we'll just we'll just kind of copy and do that. No, no, don't do that connect what you had beforehand and maneuver in and out of the the lore that was set before you and they're doing that with the the hint of the stuff that made like the old school cinema of the westerns and the samurai stuff and yeah. 
and all of that. And that's why it's working. And I think that's why if they and I and it's also another reason I was always kind of beating the drum of Filoni should get his own uh, movie. Right. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm over that. I don't want him to have his own movie. I want him to have his own TV show. He knows how to do TV. He's clearly he's clearly uh, directed before and he's directing three episodes now of this. Let him the same way that Deborah Chow is directing the whatever it is, five to six episode miniseries of Obi-Wan. Yeah. Let Filoni do a, a, an eight episode uh, show of Ahsoka. Right. I mean, yeah, I, I, he's proven himself. And it's weird because a lot of like animation directors don't get enough credit. These guys that come from animation and they're i think there's they make it be like a there's a stigma between the two different like i don't think it's yeah you're you're still dealing with actors you know it's just their voices now you're directing them yeah i think it's he's proven it's seamless you know he's got such an eye so many of those shots like that's what i love because it's so many of those shots could be wallpapers on your computer or or print and put it on your wall they're beautiful you're kidding me uh and then we just had um we just said Tyler Helm said, I'd love to see Michael Fassbender play Thrawn. I've been beating that drum also for a long time, I think. But the question is, does Fassbender want to do TV? Does he, does yeah. he want to do how, how much? And it, it, that is why I would say, if you ask me, do, do I think we're going to see Thrawn inside of Mando or do I think he's going to get going to be in the separate series? I would really heavily lean towards the separate series because of the announcements alone that they can make inside of the, the trades. You know, it, it's right. It, it's one of let's see this is uh writer so you worried at all about the show becoming overly connected losing its standalone separate story feels like people are more concerned about returning characters rather than the main character no because it's because that's the whole the, the question is how does it how does it fit in to the story itself with the character right because we learned a lot about din alone with what he was um with with his kind of backstory and there's more to it because you've already connected you've connected now din to the mandalorians you've had this side story that he knows the jedi are out there there's more that he's learning now the question is when he when in episode three when you find out that he was a child of the of the the the, was the watch right when when he when you find that out that's a little tidbit of him that you're going to learn more about that character that you learn because of the connection to the older characters and where does he go from there what does he do does he go now to 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 mandalore he's going to do this mission to find the kid uh more jedi but what does he do after that? It has to be about the Mandalorian. It's just what this allows you to do is expand through other shows and build out other characters for more expansion of the brand itself, which is it, which is the way that you should be approaching television. So, no, I think that it is. I think they're approaching it exactly the, the way they should in order to expand. Yeah. Like to answer it with Ryder, his question, I think I think I think she's done for the season. I think we're, I don't think we're going to see her again. And the Thrawn thing is is locked with her. So, because think we have three episodes left. There's Moff Gideon, the troopers, the you know where the kids got to go, and all this now. So we've only got three episodes, and it's, I think it's weird. I, I was thinking about it last night. You know, eight episodes. I, I hate the fact that they're called seasons because this show doesn't feel like it's a standard twenty-two episode TV show. They've got eight episodes. They feel like it's one big thing broken up. And I know I, I couldn't think of a word for seasons. I would say chapters. I know they use chapters for the interviews, like. Chapter one was last season. This is chapter two. That's what it seems like to me. Like, I guess maybe with the chapters, it's a book and it's one big story. And we don't know if it's going three, four, five, you right. know, right. season it seems like I just, cause I, I don't think we're gonna get as many answers as we think in three more episodes. I know. And not, not for that. I, again, I think that this was the intent was to 
show exactly who's out there, what's out there, what can what can happen in other other chapters in yeah. general. And Dennis Williams says, "What do you think our chances of seeing old Ezra and Loth uh, and Lothal at some point in this series or another?" I'd lose my mind to see a live action Lothal in this series. Probably um, going back to those points, probably less less likely to happen. But if you expand more so out in another series, I think that it is very possible that it could happen. In, in I think Filoni's getting his own series. I really do think Filoni's going to get his own series now. Um, it, it's, it's showing the kind of love that that his episodes and, and what he's done in general. It's what what yeah. is. Happening. And speaking of what you, you said last season a little bit, where we talk about you know a big thing is money on these shows, but they have that technology now that it, it makes it easy to do what they need to do. You know, they're not traveling as much. And that's a huge thing. And I've, you know, I've been talking to people in, in my industry with, with acting. It's like everything's kind of coming back to L.A. Shows are coming back to L.A. Right stuff from Florida is coming back to L.A. Because of COVID and they want to keep it all contained. And they've already got this this great base already set up here in L.A. with it. I think it, they're going to realize, like, we could do these. We're saving ourselves money. We've got this technology that does it really well. Let's go that route. I think right. that's what happened. Tim Sim uh, says, uh, I do agree with more TV shows. I personally still want Star Wars films. It's not Star Wars with no more movies, like how it's not Star Trek with no TV shows. Purest view, no doubt, but it's mine. Let me be very clear. I, I'm not saying that I don't want um, Star Wars films at all. I don't need trilogies. I don't need everything to connect. I actually think now, Tim, because of the amount of TV series that they have, and I think I've said this, I don't know if I said this on, on this show or another show, but I think that the way that you could potentially do it now because you have this lore and you want to get more people connected to everything you're doing, yeah. you could ultimately make a film either a series finale or a season finale. Oh, really? You think it'd go that way? Why not? If you're able to do it, let's let's say that the movies are back, right? And let's say that let's let's for, for the sake of argument, let's say Mandalorian uh, series finale. Okay? okay, let's say that you know that you want to how you want to end the actual show. You're going to end season five with a big cliffhanger that's ultimately going to lead into the big two hundred million dollar movie that you're going to do the series finale. That's it. You got basically what you're basically telling people. You got to watch the show leading into okay. the show and then going into the show. This is everything that it's led up to into this big two hundred million dollar spectacle that we're doing, and you can only see it in theaters. And then it'll debut in Disney Plus uh, three months later. <laughs> it connects everything. You don't have to worry about. There's so much lore already that that ties into. It. You don't have to cram everything in at one. Or you could do a separate. You can do a um, a season finale or something leading into it. So, for example, you know that this movie's coming out. You you coordinate it with the with the show itself. Okay, we we know it's going to end here. Movie's going to come out in the summer of 2024, and then that's going to lead us into the next season. Or you debut a series that way. You know, the, I think you can do it now because you have so much more to tell and is so and you get the big star power and you have everything else that there's a way to do it that you can still have films. I, I kind of think maybe the opposite. They're going to do different shows and then they'll build to a series like uh, the Marvel with the Defenders. You have their individual shows and then you brought them all together for something. Yeah, I kind of see that happening. That's what, that's what I'm saying for one big movie. Yeah, but no, not a movie, but another TV series. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying that to Tim Sims' point of right, right. movies in general. Yeah, I, I, I think Star Wars will always be great movies. I just don't think that you need to be. Is a problem when you do try to do what they did with the trilogy, right? Is that unless you get someone who's going to write all three of the movies, there you uh, go. direct all three of the movies, have the beginning and the end ready to go, it's yes. difficult. And the other because the other problem is, and the point that's always made is. 
when you have a movie that comes out and you're doing three movies, we're doing three big movies. All right. The first one's coming out uh, in 2023. Okay, great. Comes out in 2023. Well, I like that movie. Now I have to wait three years or two or three years before the next one. And I have to stew in this or I have to go into as opposed to well, I didn't like the one with the spiders. Well, guess what? Next week, next yeah. week. You're gonna have a lot more content. It's like you just you just have you have less room for people like oh, the show stinks now. Oh, it sunk last week, but this week it's great. Like you, you, the negativity sits in for three years, and you can get over it in a week. Yeah. So that that's why I think TV is so much better for Star Wars in general, especially after what I've learned yeah. over the last couple of years. Well, they, I, I think they learned their lesson because before it was like, okay, we're doing the, the trilogy, the, the sequel trilogy every other year, but then we're going to fill another Star Wars movie in there. By the end, you're, you're just blown. You're too much. It's like it was too much right. Star Wars too soon. Yeah, so, so uh, right. Okay, Titan becoming canon. We might see Easter eggs from the Darth Bane novel. I, okay, so that's what I thought. So I remember I said to you, I think that that's from the Darth Bane novel. Um, so yeah, Titan, I, I love it, dude. You know, I mean, you know, you guys know, obviously, if you asked that question, you know how much I love um darth bane and how that all that all plays there's so much i did not see a loath cat they said someone said there's loath cat in the episode i saw it twice it has to tie to ezra i didn't see it. it doesn't mean that it's it wasn't in there it's just i didn't see it so um i'm gonna go and i'm gonna rewatch that but yeah see like i love how excited everybody is about it i love how everything did you see loath cat did you see the owls did you hear about thrawn what does that mean oh the reference to anakin see that's why i i i don't agree at all that it's it that it's too connected I love that it's connected. Oh, I don't think it's too connected at all. I mean, guys, a Mandalorian, he's still taking you through this journey, and it's and it's like, oh, because it's a connection to get people excited about past stuff that has happened. I think it is. I think it was such a smart plan. Um, and this is back to Tim Sim. I can see that Feige did it with MCU, and will do it with the Disney Plus with series and films. Yeah, that's what they're doing. That's what yeah. they're doing. They're creating their own MCU through Star Wars in television. Yeah, it's brilliant. It is the way to go. Um, I truly believe Lars Mikkelsen will be cast as Rebels and Thrawn. He did do the voice for it as a long-term play. Why cast such a good actor for a voice role? Lars will be our live Thrawn. I would lay money on it. I don't, I don't, any, like, in the world of voice acting, especially if those guys are voice actors, that's what they do. They're very not, it's it's a different thing than the actors. It's, and I don't mean, it's a weird thing that, that comes off as a very weird thing to say, but if you've ever seen voice actors or met voice actors, it's, it's, not like, hey, I'm an actor and I just do a voice too. It's like that is a whole yeah. specialized field, and that's what they do. And David Ayelowo was cast in, and he he's he couldn't play the same character. He, he was a, he was he the character he voiced was a white dude. Uh, so yeah. he, he's not going to voice. So they, they do get they do get characters that they want their voices. Um, right. That's why they're cast. They're cast because I, they're, I, they're, I saw I went on some Star Wars web last night, and it's like, nope, hater. They should have got into the voice of the the, the cartoon is like. Really, yeah. like, I, I think I think that he's. I think that either way, he would be great as Thrawn. I think he'd be a good cast, and you can bring and you could absolutely he could absolutely pull off the role. And I wouldn't hate it if it happens. So, don't know. Um, but yeah, same thing. With Sam Witwer is, is a voice actor, but does a lot of live action stuff. You know, no, he, and I, I get that. I know there are guys that are actors that are voice, but like you know, one of my favorite voice actors of all time, uh, Nolan North, Nathan Drake does everything. He's not. He's been in stuff, right? But he's not. Or Kevin Conroy. Is that wasn't it? Kevin, Kevin Conroy. Yeah, People Conroy. are like, I want to see Kevin Conroy in live action as Batman. I'm like, eh, do you now? Right. Well, either, but either way, there's some, there's some, but that's the thing. Some voice, because then the, the, the flip side of that is look at Clancy, Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown is one of the sure. most established yes. voice actors ever. And he's also a very, he, I mean, the guy is in, he was in Mandalorian. He's in everything. Right. Um, so there, there are people who do a lot of different. I mean, shoot, Katie was the voice of Bo Katan, and then it transferred over. So she was an actress. 
there, yes, they brought her because of who she was. They brought her in. That's absolutely right. And so that, that that's that's the question. The question is then, how do they want to transfer over? Because they, they've done both versions of this. They've done the character that's done the voice actor in Bo Katan and brought her over, and then they didn't take Ashley Eckstein. So they can go either way. There's uh, some more coming in here. Also, do you think uh, Titan will be steeped in the dark side or be balanced? Titan is also the homeworld of the Prime Jedi. Jedi. Lars Mikkelsen is also an actor, not just a voice actor. Matt's brother. Yes. Um, okay. uh, I don't. Who knows? At this point, it, it's hard for me to guess on what is uh, on what we can do and what we can't do, because as Mike mentioned earlier with the legend stuff and Darth Bane, the novels are legend. They can cherry pick and, and do things and make things still part of the the lore but just do it differently i did with thrawn as they yeah. did in rebels and, and change things up and then obviously zon came back and then wrote his new trilogy of 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 thrawn books and there's a whole new thing um did ahsoka get the info from the lady or killed her i don't think he i don't think i don't know the question is who knows what happened like, i don't think she's gonna assassinate her it doesn't seem like she's gonna it, it, she's not an assassin so it was like if she it, 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 the fight was over she probably gave her gave him over to um or maybe took her prisoner who the hell knows but uh but did she i think she got the the information i think she definitely got the information yeah absolutely yeah um well i mean look overall we didn't schmo this thing it's my favorite episode so far uh prop may, maybe maybe of all time so i'm going i'm going i'm giving it the first one i think big five out of five for me five out of five schmoes for for this one i think it was absolutely it was it had i i my jaw dropped from the second the two double the two lightsabers come out from the fight alone from the interpretation of how Rosario Dawson saw Ahsoka Tano how it tied back into and we finally get the kid's name uh Groku and we learned about him Groku that's who it is from now on no baby Yoda and we learned about him we learned about uh, the fact that he was on Coruscant he was in the Jedi temple the the owl the, apparently the Lothcat took all this stuff it was I just once again felt rewarded for all the like when when you as a Star Wars fan, when you're watching all these things and they tell you in 2012, as you mentioned earlier, Mike, this is the canon stuff. Read it. Watch right. it. It's all going to it's all going to blend in. And then you go, well, when is it blending in? It hasn't blended in at all. And now you go, shut up, stupid. It blends in. It blends in really well. That's why I push back against people who are just like, ah, too much connection on it. That's what we wanted in canon. It connects it all. <laughs> um well uh, before you schmo it dennis williams could thrawn be the star wars version of thanos as the big bad is he pulling gideon's strings also possible that's why that's, that's why i'm not going to rule him out of coming back into mandalorian um but i just think that you want to be careful with how many baddies you, you stack up because right now yeah. Gideon looks pretty terrifying right and, he, and it looks like right. Gideon is trying to build back the empire um how come ahsoka says that she wasn't a jedi because she after she left the Jedi Order, she never really took back the mantle of Jedi. When she left in Clone Wars, and even when she came back in in Rebels, she she never abandoned the Force, but she didn't. But she didn't ever go back to becoming a Jedi. She left the Jedi Order. She left the right. Wars. So, well, what do you um? Uh, are we doing okay? So we got out of fives. Are we going like? Is it got to be like every increment, like five, like a bit five, uh, value of five increment, like four, 4.5, whatever you want to okay, do. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, I think I gave, did I get, I gave the first episode of five, didn't I? No. You haven't, didn't I didn't? No, you haven't given a five yet. Oh my God. Cause I, I like the first episode better than I like this one still. First one. Yeah. I like the first episode better than I like this one, but 
I'm going to give it the same thing then because I, I I need to change my rating for the first episode now to be a five. Now that I've gotten five of them in here, yeah. I'm changing my first view Retcon, up to a five schmoes. I'm retconning Cobb Vanth to a five, and okay. this is going to be a 4.9. Okay, fair enough. All right, Just so. because for some reason that one five episodes later, it still sticks with me. It's that, how damn good one, it was. That, because that first one was little Mike oh, man. playing in his backyard with all his toys. That's what it was. It was me. Yes. You know, out in the desert, you know, or, you know, building stuff and pretending I'm a Jedi. That's that I'm, felt I'm, like I'm a kid in Star Wars, in Florida. This uh, is yeah, down in Florida. This feels like this was meant for people more like yourself. And now, but for me, now I'm like, I need to go back, right? Because I I bought the Cobb Vanth novels now because I was like, I gotta know who this guy is. That's and that's that is that I'm so glad that they're finally doing this. I'm so glad they're finally yeah, doing this. I, I, George says, any thoughts on Rick Famuyiwa, Robert Rodriguez, and John Favreau directing the last three? Um, oh, Rodriguez is directing. That's right. I think Rodriguez is next. I think Rodriguez is next. I think he's Famu- got a tall order, man. Yeah, he's got. Well, well, he doesn't. He doesn't because you know we're. And again, I warn everybody when we got when we started to build up the momentum last season. Right, they hit us with the episode, which I like the episode a lot. They hit us with the episode of the Bill Burr episode, and right. kind of like just side. Um, mission that they do. Palette cleanser, if you will. Palette cleanser. That's going to be the Robert Rodriguez one, I think. I think it's going to be that kind of thing where this, you know, maybe as he's going to this new planet to go stick the kid on the mountain to see who the next Jedi is that's going to come out to find him. Um, there's going to be something that, that very similar to what happened in the, in the previous episode. He's got to get somewhere before he gets to the yeah. planet. He'll and- get place in like seven or eight, and eight, I- eight will be the big reveal of who that person is. I don't I just, think Ron. We still haven't even met Boba Fett yet? That's like right. You saw him. That's right. I was like, he's still. We got three episodes. Like, oh my gosh, it's getting to. It. It's like, what are we gonna fill in it? it? It's so much, and it gets. And look, it, this is this show now. By doing it week to week, it's becoming the water cooler show. It's becoming it the water cooler show. It's it's like, oh my god, you and see I'm what Snoke so- did. In that. Last week was last week was the whole thing about the clones and was that Snoke? Was it not Snoke? Uh, are, are those the Death Troopers? Like, um, what what what's this? What's that? Not Death Troopers, but the the, the you know what I mean? Dark but, Troopers, yeah. The Dark Troopers, excuse me. So, um, and the Midichlorians, and and each episode is giving you stuff to talk about around the water cooler, and this one has so many lovely tidbits. So, what happens in the next one? So, right. Um, if you're brand new to this show and your channel, please subscribe. Go to uh, the subscribe button, hit it, hit like, please. If you're watching, especially if you're watching on the replay, we normally go about a half an hour, but obviously with this one, it was so big. We wanted to make sure we give you a full hour on the SEN Live. They are doing SEN Live in about two minutes, and they're going to do the non-spoiler review. If you want to continue to go on over there too, but um, but yeah, man, I was happy to talk mandalorian with you here today mike and yeah, buddy. everybody else and we're going to be back next week talking about episode six so please once again if you're brand new go ahead and check it out if you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes on audio just go to the one-on-one with christian harloff podcast feed and that's where you can find it but for mike kalinowski and myself christian harloff thank you guys and uh, we'll see you see you next time see you next week guys